Welcome to another message of hope from Gateway Family Church. For more information or to contact us, please visit gateway.asn.au. Because I'm Christina Aguilera and I'm not trying to hit a big high note. I'm holding yeah. the microphone like this because there are baked beans on it. Yeah, yeah literally like smells bean. like baked beans. It's disgusting. Anyway, so as you can see, what we are trying to do here is give you a taste of Camp No Fear. We're having a little bit of a just get in our fix of Camp No Fear. If you haven't been here before, this is giving you a taste of what Camp No Fear is like. So hopefully you'll go and sign up tonight because you do not want to miss out on the next one. Don't miss out. Speaking of up. Camp No Fear, I just want to I just want to make you scream again. So I've got some more lollies. Just to, uh, one. There it is. Thank you. Okay. It's like the little hamburgers. I can't remember the last time I ate those little plastic hamburger things. I'm pretty sure it was from a launch like two years ago. That's right. They literally, still taste like good. Literally. It's sugar. I had one. Now, guys, um, who, whoever was on camp, we, were, we love Singe, don't we? Singe is our camp director. Can, we can love we give Singe. it up for Singe? I think, I just want to say, on a serious, like he was so funny on camp. There were many funny Singe moments. We enjoyed them all. All the single ladies, the raps. The, the videos. The Backstreet just Boys. Singing memories. But right now, I want you to just just, shh, just get ready. Serious Because you know what? Singing actually has a serious side too. It does. Right? And Believe no, it or not. In all honesty, Singing is just a really great man. He does an incredible job um, with youth and with camp. And he has a lot of wisdom to share. And he is a very gifted speaker. So we just thought, who better to come and speak to you guys tonight than our very own Sinjin Gill. So give it up for Sinjin. Give Sinj. it up to Sinjin, guys. Oh, that was nice. I Thanks, know, right? guys. How's everybody feeling tonight? That's good. I'm pretty excited too. Who here is excited to get something out of the Bible tonight? That was pretty good. I'm glad that's good. I'm also glad to see good thing. Thank you, Dale and Tree. They left me some lollies up here. You might think that they're for me. You might think that they're for me to give away, but these are just for me. If you're ever like, if you're ever like not quite paying attention and you're looking down and it goes really quiet in the room, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to grab one of these suckers and I turn around. I'm just going to eat it until you guys are ready to listen. Is that? So, no, it's okay. I'm just kidding. These are actually like super in my way right now, so we'll just get rid of those. Um, all right, let's get straight into it. Straight into it. Shh. Okay. Who here, who here is like ultimate aim in life? Like when you think, what am I going to do with my life? All the things I could possibly do. Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be average. I am going to be just incredibly average. If anybody was going to be the best at being average, I would just be the most average person that was ever out there. Is that who is stoked for average, right? Yeah, no, I didn't think so. It's not really up there. Not really. I'm not really aiming to be average. The truth is I don't think anybody... Anybody wants to be typical. Nobody's thinking about life and going, yep, I'm just going to be run of the mill. I'm going to be absolutely typical. We all want to be like a little bit extraordinary, a little bit special. We all want to be noticed for something. And so often we get pumped for something, right? We go, yes, this is what I'm going to be known for. I'm going to be the most amazing fire-breathing unicycler in all of Australia, that was actually one of my dreams when I was growing up was to be a fireballing saint. Anyway, it hasn't worked out. But who here has ever had that exact feeling where you have, you have something you're pumped about and then you look back and you go, oh, what happened? I was really, 
I was really pumped for that. I was, I was really excited, but for some reason I've just looped around and I'm kind of back in the rut of being average, of being a little bit typical. Time after time we get excited about something or for something that we're going to do, but time after time we seem to run out of steam somewhere along the line. And maybe for you, maybe camp was one of those things. Maybe you left camp and you were pumped. You were like, yes, this is going to be the best year. I'm going back to school. I'm going to be totally different. I'm going to be different with my family. I'm going to be different with my friends. You were making these promises to yourself and you were making these promises to God and you were pumped. But even now, a couple of weeks later, you've already noticed that excitement starting to run out of steam. And maybe right now, you can even look back over your camp experiences over years, and it's not just that you're running out of steam this year, it's that you're running out of steam this year, again, like I did after camp last year, and like I did after camp the year before. So tonight, I want to share some uh, some wisdom from the Bible. It was very nice of of, uh, of Tree and Dale to say that I was a wise person, but I'm really cheating because I mainly just talked to you about stuff that I've read in the Bible. So uh, it's not really me. It's, it's more about what God has to tell us. But I want to share some things from the Bible tonight that I think will make this year your best year ever. Best year ever. Money back guarantee from Josh Burgess. Um, Maybe though, maybe you're sitting there and you're going, hey, that's not the case for me at all post-camp. I am, I'm still pumped for this year. You know what? That is so awesome. I'm so glad that you are pumped. But guess what? Tonight's message will help even more to make this your best year ever. <laughs> trademark. Trademark. I trademarked that. Um, maybe you didn't even come to camp. Maybe you're sitting there and you're going, I don't give a rats about all this God stuff. You can just shut up, Sinjin. We're over this. Well, and let me tell you what, the best year ever is not just for those who are excited about God. Just because it's coming from the Bible doesn't necessarily make it advice. This can still be your best year ever. All right. So how are we going to make this the best year ever? As always, I love simple three-step plans. So we've got a simple three-step plan tonight. It goes in the library of St. John's simple three-step plans for many, many things over the years. But we've got one tonight anyway. All right, step one, step one, repair relationships. Maybe it's a family member, a friend, a best friend, a coach, a teacher, whoever. But if you want to have the best year ever this year, I want to challenge you to follow the teachings of Jesus and to actually let go of some of the hurt that someone has caused you. See, because I think when I, even now, you know, the atmosphere in the room's changed a little bit because I think even now when I've suggested the idea of forgiving someone, probably for most people in the room, someone has already popped into your head. Like you know the person that I'm talking to you about right now. It's the person that you love to hate. This feels like an episode of like Time of Our Lives, like there's going to be a person that I bring out on stage. It's okay, guys. You can keep it to yourself. No one's coming out on stage. It's the person you love to hate. 
It's the person where even though you hate them, you still check in on Instagram every now and then just to make sure that your Friday night is indeed better than their Friday night. You won't forgive them and in fact you hate them so much or you dislike them so much that not only do you check in on Instagram to make sure that your Friday Night Live is better than theirs, you check who liked the photo of their Friday Night Live and you don't like them either! You know who I'm talking about. Here's some great advice from a guy in the Bible. And you might just have to take it from me here. But here's some great advice from a guy in the Bible. His name is Paul. And if you know anything about Paul, he had a lot of people to forgive. Heaps. Here's his advice. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, just as God, through Jesus, has forgiven you. So start with forgiveness, not just for their sake, but for your sake and the sake of your relationship with Jesus. Start this week. Don't think of this as out there. Start this week by freeing yourself of those things, of bitterness, of rage, of anger, of harsh words, and replace it with love. That was a nice moment. I think we should get an aw, replace it with love. Everyone ready? One, two, three. (laughs) Number two. Number two. Who's excited for point number two? Because it means we're nearly halfway through. Number two. Spend one more minute. What would be different for you this year if you focused on walking with Jesus? Not necessarily reading your Bible more or praying more gooder or that was a joke, guys. It was was on purpose. Or praying more or spending more time at youth or rocking up to church more often. If instead of all of those things, you focused on walking with Jesus, instead of focusing on those things, you let him tell you what things to do. You spend time with him first, and then you work on the things. Okay, I get it. My description might seem a bit like out there. It might seem like a bit third party. Like everyone's kind of nodding at me going, yeah, that's a good idea, Sinjin. Yeah, of course, everybody should be doing that. So let's make it a little bit more personal. Here's a tough question. If you're following Jesus, have you spent enough time with him that you would qualify him as a friend? Like the amount of time you'd spend with somebody else before you qualified them as a friend. Have you spent that much time with Jesus in the last couple of weeks? Relax. Look, I'm not trying to put a guilt trip on you here, guys. I'm just trying to ask you a question that, you know, we need these questions in life so that we can look at ourselves and see how we're going at different things. And that's one of those questions. I just want you to reflect on what your relationship with Jesus really looks like. Whether you can look me in the eye and go, I'm smashing with Jesus right now. We are killing it. Or if you can look at me and go, I'm not interested. I, I don't really mind what your answer to that question is. As long as you answer the question. As long as you look back on yourself and make an assessment of where you're at. Consider, consider this. What might it look like, wherever you are on that spectrum, what might it look like if you spent more time with him? 
not just doing things or doing what you think is right because somebody on a stage or somebody at Life Group said, you should read your Bible for five minutes a day every month and then you every day for a month and then you would find Bible reading easy. Guess what? Some people don't find Bible reading easy ever and that's okay. But spend time with him. And don't get me wrong, I'm not bagging out the things. I'm not saying you don't need to do the things. In fact, I'm saying quite the opposite. What I'm trying to get you to think about is what is your attitude when you're doing the things? Why are you doing them? Are you doing them to spend time with Jesus or are you doing them because they're the right thing to do? Hey, let's go another level deeper in terms of making it personal. How about I make it personal for me? Here's something that might sound really weird to some of you. But sometimes when I'm feeling a bit overwhelmed, when there's a lot going on in life and I'm a bit stressed, I like to get in my car and go for a bit of a drive and turn the music up, right? That's what I love. But, but when I'm really, really stressed, when I'm really, really overwhelmed, when I don't know where to turn next to get through what is coming up in my week, I do the same thing. I get in my car, I go for a drive, I turn the music off. Dead silence in the car, just me. And I just sit quietly for a bit, and then I just start telling God how I'm feeling. Not asking Him for anything, not thanking Him for anything. I mean, those are the two things you get told you're supposed to do when you're praying properly, you know, ask Him for what you need to ask Him for, make sure you're thanking Him for stuff. I don't do any of those things. I just sit there, and I just say, you know what, God, I'm just feeling like crap about this right now. I, I don't know how I'm going to get through this week. And then I keep sitting there and I don't ask any more questions except for one question. There's one question and all I do is ask myself or ask God, God, what are you telling me right now? Nothing else, nothing deeper, no right questions, no getting my Bible out. I'm in the car sitting in silence. I've poured out my heart to God. This is where I'm at. God, what do you want to tell me? And maybe sometimes the answer is go home. You've got something to read in the Bible. I go home, I read the Bible. The thing isn't what's wrong here. The attitude is what's right. Does that make sense to everyone? There's no music, there's no Bible, there's no prayer formula. It's just me and God hanging out. The Bible says in Micah, The Lord has told you what is good, and this is what he requires of you, to do what is right, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. So what would your year look like if you spent one more minute a day this week, just one minute a day, focusing on just walking with God, just just being with him one more minute a day. And then the week after that, you do one more minute on top of that. And the week after that, you do one more minute on top of that. No matter where you are at God, even if with God, even if right now you're going, I don't give a rats, just for me, how, just for a favor for me. How about you try one minute a day this week, hanging out with God, you know, who you think doesn't exist, whatever. Spend one minute, see what it does. See what it does in your life. And if you're still not sure about what to do in that extra minute, that one minute, talk to one of the leaders. That's what we're here for. We love helping you guys out with this sort of stuff. All right, number three. Who's ready for number three? The good thing about number three in a list of three is it means we're over halfway now. So that's good. We're, we're over the hump. Okay. Again, from the Bible. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good work. And let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do, but encourage one another. Hey, we are in a great series, a church at the moment, called Be These, which is talking about engaging the people and the community around us. So 
I don't want to spoil that too much because I'd love to see you guys at church on Sunday. Make sure you're here, 10 o'clock. It'll be good. I don't want to spoil it. But let me put it to you guys the way that we, Josh set it up last week and the way we're going to be putting it to you guys for the rest of the year. This week, this week, who are you going to ask, what can I do for you? Who are you going to ask that to? And not with like your plan of what you think they need you to do. Not with like what you think they're going to answer. Not with like, I'm good at school, I'm going to ask this person, they're not good at school and they're going to tell me that they want me to help them with their homework and then I'm going to do it. But just honestly, open, openly, like, dude, what can I do to help you this week? And that could be any, all, all sorts of things. It could be helping with somebody with their homework. It could be helping somebody with reading their Bible. It could be as simple as spending some time with someone who's feeling a little bit alone or choosing to intentionally encourage someone who's going, having a bit of a hard time. Whatever it is, how can you help someone and brighten their week this week. Repair relationships. Start with one more minute. Do something for somebody else. Best year ever, right? Best year ever. Now, I know I haven't totally unpacked these things. We've just skimmed over the three-step plan at this point. But this week, I've got a one-step plan to help remind you about the three-step plan this week. Um, Does it count as a plan if it's one step? Probably not really. It's just a thing, isn't it? Uh, the one-step plan. No, I'm going to be, this week on Facebook, I'm going to be posting these things as a reminder. So make sure you, if you, if you want to take up this challenge, make sure you like the Gateway Youth Facebook page, and we will be keeping you up to date with these things, reminding you and giving you some ideas on how you can have a go, give them a crack, and see what a difference they might make in your life. The start of your best year ever. We are all believing that this is going to be our church's best year ever. We are all believing that this is going to be our youth's best year ever. And I'm believing this is going to be your best year ever. But I do have one final thought. All the things that I've said tonight begin with you. You do need to take up these challenges. You do need, if you want to have the best year ever by following this, you really need to take up that challenge yourself and change what you do this week. I can't do these things for you, but I'll tell you what me and the team will commit to doing for you. We will cheer you on. We will encourage you. We will help you. We will ask you what can we do to help you the whole way along. But it's up to you to take up the challenge. Best year ever. Yes. Thanks, Singe. Well, I feel like I'm going to have the best year over now. I'm excited about the best year. Thanks for listening to this message from Gateway Family Church. We hope you join us again for another great message next week. For more information or to contact us, head to gateway.asn.au.